Yes, people, don't worry, it is not a false alarm. It's Friday, which means your last chin check of the week. And because it's a Friday, we are taking a look at the news, at all the craziness that is currently happening in the world of MMA and mixed martial arts. So, people, let's get this popping. Okay, so I think it might have been last Friday, it might have been Saturday, but Scott Coker, the CEO of Bellator, he um, put out messages on social media saying a big announcement was coming on Tuesday. Big announcement was coming on Tuesday. And everyone was thinking, what is this announcement? Right? What's he going to say? Hmm. Well, there were several things. Several things that were announced on Tuesday. And one, well, one of them was, uh, it was something that everyone knew was coming. Right? Because they talked about it last year. There was another press conference last year. Uh, I think. I believe it was probably earlier on in the year, right? I believe so, before um, COVID hit. But, um, I, yes, because it was, a lot of things changed, right? They, they changed up the management over at uh, um, Viacom, right? They changed all the management up uh, after the merger with CBS, and, um, yeah, Coker, his boss was Scott Espinosa, right? And Espinosa runs Showtime, right? So they talked about having Bellator on Showtime. And they were like, yeah, you know, we're, we're just waiting for the right time. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that is now. So that, that was one of the official things. Bellator is moving over to um, Showtime, right? Moving over to Showtime. And that will happen a week, o a week earlier than expected. Because the other thing was that was being said was that Bellator were looking to return on the 9th of April. But it now comes that it will be the 2nd. They will be having their first event of the year on the 2nd of April, and that will be Bellator 255. It does feel weird that they, you know, they've, wait, they've waited until April. I don't quite get why, but yeah, 2nd of April will be that first event, and um, it will feature... A um, yeah, the headlining fight will be Patric Patricio Ferreira against Emmanuel Sanchez. So this will, you know, be a title fight because um, Ferreira is the featherweight champion, right? So um, you have that, but it's also part of their featherweight, you know, tournament, their Grand Prix. Which is an odd one, 
like yeah it's kind of weird with the champion being in the Grand Prix right now AJ McKee has already got to the final you know so um I will wonder if come the final you know because you know it's you know do you get a you know belt or a whatever trophy for winning the tournament along with a hundred grand Right, so which is a kind of like a PFL element that they've kind of decided to incorporate, you know, huge ass check at the end. But I do wonder, can McGee also win the belt? You know, if Ferrari, you know, wins and gets to the final and McGee beats him, because McGee is look, he does look so damn good, right? If McGee wins that fight. Is he also the champion? That's what I want to know. Because otherwise, I feel it's pointless having a champion in the tournament. You know what I mean? I think if you are fighting in the tournament, then it means that your belt is on the line at every fight. Right? It, it can't be a case of if you lose, you are still champion. Because that would just be insane. That would definitely be insane. But, uh, yeah. That will um, that will be the thing. Now, um, Sanchez and uh, you know Pitbull, they've already fought, right? At, U- at Bellator two oh nine, um, with uh, Pitbull winning. So, yeah. Now that was three years ago. It was November twenty eighteen, and uh, you know people definitely develop and improve. So, yeah, we will see. We will see what happens with all of that. Now, I feel the interesting thing about the, um, yeah, Bellator going to showtime, right? Now, a thing that they've said, right? <laughs> now, Espinosa, he was like, we've been interested in MMA for quite a while, right? We have a long history in the sport. Going back almost 15 years to the days of Elite XA, XC and Strike Force. We did some big events. We built some big stars. Daniel Cormier, Luke Rockhold, Tyrone Woodley, Ronda Rousey, Gilbert Melendez. And on and on and on, of course. We were the first ones to bring televised MMA to a national broadcast network. That was CBS way back in 2008. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, I think there is truth within that. There is truth within that, right? But they never really promoted it in a way. See, this is the thing that I'm interested in. Is, yes, Cormier, Rockhold, Woodley, Rousey, Melendez, they all did fight in strike force, for real, yeah. They did. I mean, Medendez also fought in um, WEC. You know? Uh, But, like, these were big... These people were big within that organisation. But not to the world. Right? They weren't big to the world. Like, no one... No one really knew Rousey, like, unless you were an avid MMA fan, you know, but once she was in the UFC, then, you know, every little girl in the world knew Ronda Rousey, 
you know, Cormier, he won the, you know, the, the last big tournament, so, um, you know, he, he was huge, he, he did that, but they, ne- but you didn't get that same push, that same buzz, right, and so I feel this is the thing, I, I want to know, is Showtime going to push are they going to elevate, you know, the way that they promote, right, because you, you see what the UFC can do for your name, now, Showtime, it's a big, you know, it's a big network, right, and Viacom have, <laughs> they've got big pockets, that Viacom will have, you know, technically, Bellator, has more money than the UFC behind it, you know, way more money than the UFC behind it, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they utilise that, how they utilise the reach, what they do, you know, because yeah, you, you feel that they should, they should be pushing their, their stars to the same extent, and I and I think if they do that, it will bring a, a you know an even bigger difference to um yeah to the MMA world. I mean they, the fact that Bellator are an, a large organization is definitely a good thing, but can they do more, right? And you feel that they should be able to do more. So it will be interesting to uh, yeah see how this all spins. Because yes, Showtime, they've been, you know, they've been around doing it for a while. You know, CBS aired, you know, fights in 2008. Yeah, yeah, they did. But didn't really push it. Right? Didn't really make these people huge, like the household names that they are today. So is that going to change? Hmm. I don't know. We will. Uh, we'll find out. You know. And it all starts on the second of April. So another Bellator announcement that came from the, uh, you know, Tuesday event was they're having a light heavyweight World Grand Prix. Yes, I mean I think I don't know why they call it a World Grand. I mean, a World Grand Prix does sound odd. I like, I, yeah, why? Why are you call it? Yeah, I don't know. You know. But that's what they're calling it. So um, they're having this Grand Prix, and um, the it, you know it starts on the 9th of April, and then um, the following week, the fifteenth of April, we'll see the next stage. So on each date, there will be two fights, right? Two fights in the opening round. So opening round, of course, we'll have, um, yeah, four fights. Then in July will be the next, and then October the next. Which, I, I feel, 
that is a, a part of the problem with the, the tournament, right? It, it is, I mean, that is spaced out, right? Now, don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, you, you, you're not thinking, ah, well, they, they should then fight, you know, the, the end of April or, or maybe beginning of May. No, you, like, you, there does need to be a space... But, I don't know, maybe June might have been, it's just like you want it to finish sooner, right? And unless they do it like um, Invicta with the Phoenix series, I don't, it's just because the tournament can drag, tournament can drag. And I think especially right now, it makes this kind of thing trickier because you've got covid and how many times do we see fights drop out at the last moment? At the last moment. So then what do you do? What happens then? You know? So it's just like uh, this tournament that you've expected. Because I feel it happened to them last... You know, it's happened to them on a few occasions where it's gone into the next year, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's, dra- I mean, the featherweight tournament, that's dragging into this year, so, these tournaments, you know, in kind of concept, they sound fun, but, they do drag, they do drag and often just fall apart, I mean, that's the way Cormier became, um, you know, the uh, heavyweight champion, right, because he filled in for uh, Alistair Overeem, who uh, dropped out, all right, so you, you get big turnouts like that, you know, because would we know Daniel Cormier if that hadn't have happened, what would have been his route into things, because I believe that was his first fight, right, within the tournament, I, I feel that's, the, that's what happened, I mean, um, you, you know, Within Bellator, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong there But, uh, yeah, you want to know who's actually in the tournament, obviously Yes, we um, skipped that bit, didn't we? Right, well, interesting We finally get to know what's happening with Raul Romero and Anthony Rumble Johnson Right, and I think a lot of people had, you know, said that Hey, a good thing would be have them fight each other. Right? Have them fight each other. I, I think it might have been Chael Sonnen who was the first to be like, yo, why don't you do this? You know, and I, I think he was saying that when initially, you know, uh, Coca had turned down Romero. Right? So, yeah, they will be competing in the tournament and... They're fighting each other in that first round. Right? So, um, on the 15th of April, right, you get, yeah, Yol Romero against Anthony Johnson. And also, we get um, Phil Davis, uh, their former light heavyweight champion. He will be fighting the... Um, Yeah, he's fighting the current champion, right? He's fighting the current champion who is Vadim Nemkov, right? Who um, beat Ryan Bader, 
So, uh, yeah, that's a one clash. And then in the other the other two clashes that happen on the the ninth, I realised I should have started on the ninth. I, I, I went back to front. But anyway, so on the ninth, we get Ryan Bader against uh, Lido Machida. And then you get Corey Anderson against some... Um, this is gonna be uh um who um will be making his Bellator debut uh within this. So it's an interesting tournament, right? It's an interesting tournament. Now a big fight. I mean, look, you've got Phil Davis, who is the former Bellator light heavyweight champion. You've got Ryan Bader, also former Bellator light heavyweight champion. Lido Machida, who is the former UFC light heavyweight champion. Uh, Corey Anderson, who was, you know, close. Very close to becoming a, you know, a title fighter. You, know, you kind of feel that if he'd beat Jan Blakovic, he possibly would have got a, you know, a title fight. So, um, yeah, Corey's kind of circled that. And, uh, you know, Nemkov is the current champion. And this uh, Yagosh Muradov. You know, he's 18-5-1, and, and I believe he's uh, currently on an eight-fight winning streak. You know, so, um, yeah, got some, uh, definitely got some tough people in the mix. But I think a big issue with all of this is the fact that uh, Ryan Bader... Ryan Bader is in that tournament because, you know, Bader, he is the Bellator heavyweight champion. Yeah, he's their heavyweight champion. And um, it kind of throws a, a, you know, a monkey in the wrench with, uh, you know, those heavyweight fights. Yeah, you kind of have to think like, so what happens? Like, what happens? Is it going to slow down the you know heavyweight division? Right. Well, you what what what's going to be the deal there? So, Coker has said that you know Bader will stay. He will stay the heavyweight champ. You know they're not going to um, make him drop the belt. Strip him anything like that, but he has said that uh, you know there is a possibility of um, bringing an interim champion. Yes, so it's kind of a bit of a mess, right? It's a bit of a mess. Now, I mean, it supposedly all this you know hinges on. If Bader beats um, Machida, right? If he beats Machida and goes to the next round, then they're going to look at things. 
so Bader actually he said that you know he was looking to have a you know a heavyweight championship fight, but he got a call from Bellator to drop down and enter this tournament. And you kind of feel like because there has definitely been talk from Bellator saying that they've got the best light heavyweight fighters, that they've got the best light heavyweight division. And yeah, feel that if that is the case, why are you putting Bellator in Bellator? Why are you putting Bader in your tournament? Right? Surely. Put someone else in there. Give someone else that shine. Like, this is the perfect opportunity to elevate one of your other fighters, right? To give them that bump, make, potentially make a new star. And then the winner, right? The, whoever wins the tournament, right? You can potentially champion v. champion. If Bader still has the belt come, you know, October, when that tournament is finished, you can uh, look to, like, possibly at year-end, you know, maybe December, but that might be a bit too early. You know, it probably all depends on when in October and how much damage the people take. You know, if there's any injuries, but, you know, you can make a, you know, champion be championship fight. But now, you're holding things up a little. You're holding things up a little and you, um, yeah, you, you can't make another big star. Right, there's also, you've got the light heavyweight champion in the tournament, so it's not like you can bring someone else through, have them fight the champion, and then, you know, at the end, and it all, yeah, it's, it's an odd way of going about things, I, I feel Bellator have missed a great opportunity to, uh, yeah, really, just put some shine on a few more fighters, right, just do that, I, I don't, I forget if Justin Wren is a heavyweight or light heavyweight, because I feel, I want to say he's light heavyweight, which would have been a great opportunity to put Wren in the mix, you know, because he's a good fighter, now, I, I know he's doing a lot of work in the, um, in the Amazon with the Pygmies and all of that, so maybe, Right, he the schedule that he's out of the country or or something, or maybe he's still battling malaria because I know he had that, but that would have been a great opportunity, you know what I mean? I don't know, I don't know. What do you feel, people? How do you feel about all of that? Did Bellator miss an opportunity? Alright, so the third big announcement on Tuesday came as, um, yeah, it's a, a bantamweight title fight, right, so the current bantamweight champion is Juan Arcaleta, and, um, yeah, uh, 
Bellator 258, which will take place on the 7th of May. He will be fighting Sergio Pettis. Yeah, Sergio Pettis. I think this will be his third fight in the organization. Mm-hmm. He's had, uh, you know, two good fights so far. Right? He beat Alfred um, Kashakayan. And then Ricky Bandajaz, Bandajiad, Bandajia, yes, that guy, you know, you know, so he's done that, right, so, um, yeah, he, he, you know, he, he looked impressive, and they've decided to, uh, yeah, see what he can do, so that's pretty big for Sergio, and it, you know it will definitely be a, a test for Ancelotti, right? It will it will sit show, yeah, how good he is, yeah. So um, yeah, that, I think that's pretty exciting. So um, yeah, that were that was Bellator's three big announcements, which uh, you know, it's not bad, right? Not bad. I mean, we knew the Showtime one, but yeah, the 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 big light heavyweight situation. That's interesting, especially because we now find out who Yo and um, Johnson will be fighting, and turns out them, themselves. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yes, interesting times ahead over at Bellator. So, there was a little bit more Bellator news, and this, for me, was the most interesting one, and I've said it, you know, previously, cannot watch Bellator in the UK, right, you have to try and find an illegal stream, or a YouTube upload, or just see some highlights, right, which, ugh, Rubbish, you know what I mean? It just it kind of makes it all a bit pointless, so you just don't, right? You don't, and there's definitely fights that you want to see, you know. So, they, before they made a deal with Sky, which you know, yeah, I'm sure that was profitable for them, but it then did limit who could actually watch it, right? But so, their new deal. They've just announced is pretty huge, right? So they've uh, yeah they've got a deal with um oh I will say they did have a deal with Channel Five, right? Because Channel Five is owned by Paramount, Paramount is owned by Viacom, so there's that. But everything was weird, right? It like it was never same day release. And you never knew when it was when they were showing it and what was happening, and it was yeah all a bit of a mess. So they just announced on Thursday that uh, Bellator will be showing on the BBC, but not the BBC proper, right? So not BBC One, Two, Three, any of those channels. But what they've done is it will be showing on the iPlayer, 
right? Which is uh, now they call it a stream. iPlay isn't really a streaming service per se, but it's a it's kind of like a catch up service, right? So um, where you know things will normally air. Right, things will air on BBC One, BBC Two, and um, Free, right? So, once it's aired, it's aired. You, you know, there's no repeats. But the iPlayer will have those, have everything on it. So, you can go and watch stuff that is just played. You know, it, it lets you watch, you know, BBC on your computer, Rather than the TV So if you're out and about You have that option uh, But what it also means is you what They won't have to cut things off Right? So um, with the time difference It means that, you know uh, We're often, like a main card Often starts in the UK at 3 in the morning Right, so potentially it's running until six, running until six, but that means six a.m. That's often when the morning shit starts, right? So the news and all of that, and if it's the weekend, cartoons, kids' cartoons, and all of that shit starts. So it would get cut. Right, that if it was playing on BBC One, BBC Two, it would get cut off. So having it play on the iPlayer means no cuts, no edits. It can just run. So it's huge. It is huge, and um, it's everything, right? It's not select events, which again was the Channel Five deal. Right, it wasn't every single. It was a select event, but no, this means every single Bellator event will air, and at the same time, right? So not a, a week later, you know. Again, which was Channel Five. Nope, everything will air same time, and uh, it starts with the second of April. Starts with the second of April, a uh, Bellator two fifty five. So, um, yeah, that that is some good news for the UK. Good news for the UK. And means, yeah, can start watching this heavyweight tournament. And, um, yeah, really, you know, check out the skills of, um, yeah, AJ McKee. Like, uh, oh, gosh, Gallagher. Forget, uh, is it Michael Gallagher? I forget his first name now. The Irish kid, but yeah, and uh, Aaron Pico and all the like. So um, yeah, good times, people. Good times. Okay, so the PFL have been, you know, announcing their rosters. They've uh, already done the welterweight, the featherweight. The light heavyweight and the lightweight. So um, now we get to the last two. The women's lightweight and the men's heavyweight. Right, so um, 
Yeah, with the uh, women's lightweight, we have the reigning champion, a returning Kayla Harrison, and she is looking to make it a third title. Looking to make it a third title. Um, so the PFL, they brought in a new face, and we've got Cindy Danawa, right, who um, extensively fought in Invicta. And I believe she had a couple of UFC fights. I believe that's the case. Right, so um, we now have the roster. Right, um, and that is Dubonois. Right, we got Gina Fabian. We got Olena Koleshnik. Um, Marina Morais. Larissa Pacheco, Julia Pajek, and Laura Sanchez, who I believe um, was a uh, former basketball player. Which is interesting, because, yeah, I can't think of many um, former basketball coming to the, you know, on the men's side. It's usually NFL. So, um, yeah. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, you're looking at this list. It's interesting. There's no Sarah Kaufman. And you do wonder, is that because, you know, she didn't want to tie herself up for a whole year, right? Didn't want to tie herself up. Because Kaufman, you know, she's legit. So she was going to make it to the postseason. And, you know, if she did that, it meant that, you know, she can't fight anywhere else, and every every time a UFC fight falls, she you know obviously a, a ladies fight, she throws her name in the cat, and you feel you know she does warrant a callback. She does warrant a callback. You know she's fought hard on the regionals, so um I do wonder if yeah Kaufman kept her name out. You know, because she wants to be ready for any last-minute dropouts. You know, and I think that's viable, right? Also, I don't know, looking at this list, obviously, these ladies are tough. You know, they train hard. It's all of that. But I can't see anyone beating Harrison. You know, maybe you got some wild cards here. But... Yeah, she kind of walked through everyone last year And, you know, being the lightweight division Doesn't exist anywhere else Doesn't exist anywhere else, you know And most of these girls They previously competed at bantamweight Or featherweight But probably more bantam Because featherweight isn't really a thing either so, um, yeah, it, it does bring that disadvantage going up against Harrison, who, you know, can't fight at bantamweight, right? So, uh, yeah, you think Harrison is probably a shoe-in for it, but, yeah, anything can happen, so we will see. But then you've got the heavyweight division, and, um, you know, we know PFL, they brought in Fabrizio Verdun, 
right? So he has joined the ranks. And their current champion, he is also back. And, uh, you know, the current champ is Ali Izavev. I think Izavev, right? I, I think that's how you say it, right? He is currently 9-0. So definitely, definitely legit. A former Olympic wrestler. So, um... Yeah, you know, he's got those skills, right? So, um, the heavyweight division does comprise of, right? So, you've got the champion, Elev. Then we've got Bruno Capelzola, Anti Delja. Uh, we got Raymond Ferreria. Dennis Goltsov, Hatif Moyle, Brandon Sales, Justin Willis, who um, made the final last year, and, um, you know, Fabrizio Verdun, and, oh, this is an interesting one, we've got Mohamed Usman, yes, Kamaru's brother, He's uh, joined the PFL, it would seem. So, um, oh, interesting ones, right? Now, I feel Usman, I, you know, from what Kamaro has said, he's, you know, he's legit, right? So, looking at it, I don't know. I, I don't really know a lot of these dudes, right? But you've got to feel that Vadum, he's probably definitely up there in the running. Um, Usman, you know, trained with his brother, so that's iron, iron sharpening iron right there. You got the current champ, right? So they're probably the three, three biggest names up there, but you know, it's heavyweights and anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We will see. Interesting times, but, um, I don't know, it doesn't air in the UK, so I'm probably not going to be able to watch any of this, but, uh, you know, there you go, it all will begin on the 23rd of April. Alright, so, there was a point when you weren't sure what was going to happen with the um, light heavyweight belt, right? Now, what I mean is Jan Blakovic is the champ And it was like who Who's going to challenge Because initially Right We heard that there was that rumblings of Israel Adesanya Israel Adesanya moving up To challenge for the belt Which You know You understood what was going on Adesanya would challenge for the belt and then, if he wins, it's the potential carrot to get the John Jones fight, right? So, um, that would be the big thing. But then, <laughs> Glover Teixeira, he, uh, you know, beats Anthony Smith, and he beats um, Thiago Silva, right? So, it's just like, oh, shit. Okay, 
Glover man. You know what I mean? He extended his run. And you just thought, I mean, this man needs a title shot. Right? This man needs a title shot. So it was the big question of what's going to happen. What's going to happen? But, it, you know, you finally found out that, all right, Adesanya gets the shot. And I kind of wasn't too Like, I wasn't mad. The fight, because that fight's happening on the 6th of March. And Glover, like, he's always in a war. Always in a war. He's taking damage in a fight. So you don't want to rush Glover into fights. You know, you want to give him enough time in between to, um, yeah, make sure everything is cool. And so, you know, the thinking is, all right, Glover can fight the, the winner. Glover can fight the winner. You know, because that, that should all work out. Make sense. You know, I, I mean, you do think, yeah, if it's Adesanya, is he going to be looking for the Jones fight? And will Jones, but Jones has said he's not coming back down. Right? So you're thinking, all right, I mean, it could work. But Texera just announced that he will be. The backup fighter. And gotta say, makes sense, right? Makes so much sense. You know, he, he gets to keep busy, he gets a you know, gets paid, right? Gets paid to weigh in. And also, if anything odd happens, he gets to fight. And we've seen fights drop out, right? Because it's COVID. It is COVID. So, you know, and and even if the fighter isn't positive, right? If there's a false positive, that means he still isn't fighting. Even if it's false, he's not he won't be able to fight. Right? If one of his team gets it, he he's probably getting pulled. You know, just to be safe. So there's all of these weird things now that can, you know, throw a fight, throw a fight. So yeah, it, it's a good move for Texera to do this, and it also kind of, it's nothing's official, but it kind of guarantees Texera for the next one. You know, he he steps up, he does the UFC a big favor, right? And, um, yeah, he, you know, he scratches their back, they scratch his. So, you know, with this, it, it, it opens things up. So, it, you know, maybe Adesanya drops out. I mean, that's always the best scenario. I mean, when I say the best scenario, I mean, obviously, you don't want Izzy to drop out. But if Eva has to, yeah, kind of want it to be Izzy. And I say that because it then means Tixira gets to fight for the belt, right? Because if Yan drops out, that means, you know, Tixira fights Adesanya, which, look, not mad at the fight, but means Tixira still isn't fighting for the belt. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's an interesting situation. Like, it's a weird time, right? You know, with the way fights can just disappear. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a good move for Texture. 
And I'm glad he's getting that opportunity. I mean, the DS brothers, right? It's an odd one. Because they go quiet. You don't hear from them for ages. And then all of a sudden, they'll come and make a lot of noise. So, towards the end of last year, we heard that Nick, Nick was coming back. Nick was coming back. There was training footage. There was pictures. But we still haven't heard when and who he wants as an opponent. Haven't heard anything. And then Nate, right? Nate, he fought um, Mazavel, fought Mazavel for the BMF. He lost that. And then it was kind of nothing. Kind of nothing. You know, a, a lot of people called him out, right? There was potential for all uh, all these other fights. But didn't want any of them. Always just shot them down. And then recently, right, recently he came out and he's like, yep, I'm fighting. I want fights. But I'm moving up to the welterweight division And I'm only fighting in the welterweight division That's what he said Which was an odd one Because it was whilst in the midst Of a lot of potential action at lightweight You know, there were people calling out fights, there were people suggesting fights, you know, a load of people have thrown out Diaz McGregor, that was one that was there, Diaz McGregor, so you were just like, hmm, okay, alright, what's happening, Um, and then, in the midst of all of that, all of that, he says that uh, I'm only fighting at welterweight. So you're just like, huh, okay. Now, it's not the first time Diaz has moved to the welterweight division. We, he went up to the welterweight. He won a few. But then like, it wasn't really working out. He lost, uh, I want to say, I think he went, he lost three fights back to back. Which then saw him move back down to um, the lightweight division. So that's happened And you're thinking, okay, fine He's he's moving up to World of Weight Division I wonder who he wants to fight Well, here's the weird thing Right? Here's the real odd situation Because he moved up And the two people he called out Charles Oliveira And Dustin Poirier Which, uh, you're like Wait, hold on, you moved up, you moved to 170, you moved up to the welterweight division, and you've called out Oliveira and Poirier? Now, I don't know if you realise this, Diaz, Nathan, Nate, but both (laughs) Poirier and Oliveira... Fight in the lightweight division And their fights that were 
I don't know, they were there if you'd stayed in the lightweight. Now, obviously, he wasn't going to fight Poirier. But, yeah, it's an odd one that they're the two people he's called out. They're the two people he's called out. And, like, another thing. So, um, you know, I think the the word is that they're going to make Poirier McGregor free probably International Fight Week, right, that's the word, and Diaz is, he's not happy, not happy, and he, he you know, he's called, called out uh, Poirier, called him a bitch, you know, and you're like, wait, but you moved to the welterweight division, you moved to the welterweight division, and Let's not forget, you're coming off a loss, right? So you expect Poirier, who won the belt, to fight you coming off a loss. But if someone on a losing record calls you out, you won't fight them, right? So it's this weird situation that does leave you scratching your head, going, what is it that Diaz wants, right, because if you didn't know Diaz, and know the kind of fighter he is, you would kind of go, oh, this dude wants to avoid fights, so he calls out fighters when they're at a point where he knows he's not going to get that fight. Hmm. You know, is Diaz being a fake gangster? But, that's what I'm saying, if you didn't know Diaz, because I, you've, we've seen Diaz do some crazy shit, talk to certain people. Right, get into altercations with people. We know Diaz be about it, so you do kind of find yourself perplexed at why. Why is he calling out these people who were at the division he was at before he moved out of said division? What's happening? What's going on? I do not know. It is odd, and you know what I mean? You're like scratching your head going, wait, huh? Does Diaz want to fight? Like, what is going on? I don't know, people. I cannot answer those questions. All I can say is, yes, Diaz, you know, he's called out these lightweights. And they're tough. It is you know, one thing we can say, he's not calling for easy opponents. No, he is not doing that. But he is calling people that you kind of figure he's not getting them. That's not how he's not getting those people. So it, it puts things in a mix, right? Does make him wonder what's gonna happen, how's it all gonna unfold. Like, that's the big thing. How is it going to unfold? I mean, hopefully, with, uh, you know, Thingy's book and not being 
um, one of those things that is just there, <laughs> going crazy about. You know, so I don't know. I, I I want Diaz to actually get a fight, actually get a fucking fight booked because hey, the Diaz brothers they are very odd. You know, what I mean? they do some crazy ass things, but they both can fight. So I want to see them fight. So let's make some some fights that make sense. You know what I mean? Let's make some fights that make sense. And finally, finally, get this crazy shit sorted out. Sorted out. And, um, yeah, you guys making some goddamn money. Right? You in? Let's go. Okay, people. So... Man, you know what I mean? There's a lot been going on, right? A lot been going on. And, um, man, you record, <laughs> and then suddenly stuff happens, right? So, um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, Bobby Green, Jim Miller, that's not happening, right? And that was a fun fight. Oh, my God. I was like, whoo! Looking forward to that fight, you know. But um, yeah, Bobby, it, it seems he he collapsed, you know, uh, after the weigh-ins, right? So um, you know, not whoosh, no one wants to see that happen, right? So hopefully, everything is um, everything is good, you know what I mean? And um, yeah. Bobby can get back to full health and, um, you know, this fight gets uh, rescheduled, you know, so, um, yeah, I think the Brian Kelleher-Ricky Simone fight has now been pushed up to uh, the pay-per-view, so, um, you know, they will be, uh, they'll be happy about that, but, um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, hopefully, um, Bobby is cool, alright, so, um, yeah, there has been, um, you know, a lot, a lot of other stuff going down, right, we got announcements, so, um, the other day, it, it came that Mike Trezano was out of his fight, um, you know, at, uh, Hmm, it's next week, right? Yeah, next, yes, busy to, yeah, so that would be next week, yes. Um, but all is good because now, right, now we will be getting Rafael Alves against Pete Sabatini. Yes, so, um, you know. Sabatini, he was a C, he, well, he was the CFFC champion, so he, yeah, he gets to jump into, you know what I mean, the big show, so that is, you know, definitely a good look for him, right, so, um, other good fights, now, this is an interesting one, right, so, remember, um, Shanane Bays from the Contender Series, Right, last season, and then on the last episode, her husband 
he got um, JP, he got a second stab at the contender, and um, oh, he made quick work, quick work. So he got a contract too. Well, they will both be fighting on the same card. Right, March the 20th Now, I, I believe the Roses were the first married couple to fight on the same card I believe Right, but um, definitely a fun one So, um, JP will be fighting Bruno Silva Right, so, um, yeah, that, that will be uh, cool And on that same card, Shanane, she's fighting um, Kay Hansen yeah, but you know, they're both making their debut, so I think it's the first time a married couple make their debut on a card, right? So that's fun, you know what I mean? Um, now Goran um, Kutalades, you know, again, the other day we announced he was out of his fight with Don Madge, right, on the 13th of March. Um, well, it's funny because Nazrat Hasbarat, he put out a post, right, um, that he's, uh, you know, got a fight news coming, and the news was he is stepping in to fight Don Madge, so yeah, that, that's fun, looking forward to that one, um, then at UFC 260 on the 27th of March, we're going to have Abu Azatar against Mark Andre Baralut. So that's an interesting uh, midway clash. Um, then the rescheduled Dominic Reyes Yeri Prochaska. That will be taking place on the 1st of March, 1st of May, even. Um, and then the following week. Ryan Buenois will be fighting Zakara Adafshev. A good fight, people. And a guy that has had... There's a couple fighters that have had terrible luck of late. Now, the first of those fighters is Ryan Hall. So he finally, finally got a fight. of And a fight with a guy, a ranked guy. Right, a great opponent in Dan Eag. But, right, the curse of Ryan Hall has struck once again. And Hall is out of the fight, I believe, with an ankle injury. So, um, yeah, that was meant to take place on the 13th of March. So, a, a, what, like, three weeks away? Something like that, right? So, um, the UFC are currently looking for a replacement. So, um, we'll see, um, uh, if, yeah, he can stay on that card. Now, the other fighter with, um, terrible luck is, um, Kaz, well, Leon Edwards, right? So, he was meant to be fighting, um, well, he couldn't get a fight for ages. Then he, he was just like, I'll fight Kazmat Chimave, right? Then the fight got postponed because of they both got COVID. Well, it got rescheduled, but Chimave, he is still experiencing side effects from COVID. Still expecting side effects. So, um, 
that is now off, unfortunately, you know, which is definitely a, um, yeah, a just complete and utter irritation, uh, so, um, one thing that is interesting, though, right, one thing that, it, it does seem that the luck could be turning for Edwards, right, and now Brett Okamoto, he dropped this news on us, right, first the, the fall of the fight, but this second bit of information, which is, ooh, ho, 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 people, this is, uh, you know, it very interesting, but Dana White has said he is looking at Leon Edwards against Colby Covington. Leon Edwards against Colby Covington. Now, Covington is definitely one of those people that Edwards has called out, right? He has called out everyone, but no one wanted that fight. But Dana has said that he is hoping to book Covington Edwards and the winner fights the champ, right? So we would normally say against, uh, you know, Kamara Usman, but he's fighting Gilbert Burns at the weekend. So we will know come, you know, close of pay Saturday. Well, for you guys early morning Sunday in the UK, but yeah, we will find out who that, who the champion will be, and um, if this fight happens, then the winner will fight that champion, which is great, I mean, it's a great fight, right, but with that carrot dangling, ooh, you know, like, you've always felt that Edwards would get a shot after you know the the Chimave fight, if he won, so um, it is good for that confirmation. And Covington wants another stab, so I do Yuri. I mean, with that being there, I cannot see him passing it up. Can't see him passing it up, man. I mean, boy, well, I mean, he could, but he'd be a dumb. And hey, if he doesn't want it, maybe Mastodal jumps in because again, he wants another crack at the belt. So, um, yeah, if Colby won't, maybe we then see Leon Jorge. Do you know what I mean? We finally see that clash. So, um, yeah, it is all looking promising. But, people, that is it. We are done. And um, it's all about the fights at the weekend. So we will be back on Monday to break it all down. Enjoy.